Yo, I remember Sunday mornings back in 1996 Right in front of the television, mama can't tell me shit Do the dishes, boy, rocket power on, let me skip Nah, never said that, I ain't crazy, let's reminisce Chubby boy trying to figure out life and play his part Voice on TV asking me if I'm afraid of the dark Nah, never was, help me grow into something proper Beating beats, got him screaming out, ah, I'm a real monster I got in the sports late, you never would see me dribble Mama gave birth to a genius, they calling a Didi Pickle I'm in Dexter's lab, trying to check out them death toys After that, chilling with Ralph, making fun of them head boys Pop's not around, I'm learning from Uncle Phil and Bill Cosby I get in the situation, they got me 25 Still awaiting my letter from Hogwarts Yo, this 90s kid is still like a child of some sort yeah. Hello and welcome to the Master Mediocrity Podcast The brothers are back, Max Cussering, Fraser Cussering Fraser, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. You know, fantasy playoffs are full effect. Uh, so that's good. Playoff football's right around the corner. Packers are, you know, second in the NFC. So, uh, you know, I'm having a pretty good pretty good football season. You are having a pretty good football season. Speaking of, Frazier and I are having a very good fantasy football season. We are. How good? How good is it? <laughs> Really good. Like, we made the finals against each other in our money league. Muddy, quote-unquote, league. Yeah. This is the league that matters, honestly. I, 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 as, you know, we've talked about a few times, I'm in four leagues, but this is definitely the one that I care the most about. Um, it's the one that has given me the most amount of frustration, uh, <laughs> agony, pain, Defeat. all of the above. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, as Max makes, likes to make, to, you know, to remind me, uh, I have never won this league. Um, I have made it to the finals once, but I have never won it. So I'm excited to be here. I have, I have very low hopes. <laughs> Why? Think, You're projected to win. Uh, I'm projected to win, but those don't mean anything. Um, I'm just happy to be here, honestly. <laughs> That sounds like a loser mentality in the finals. It really is. Well, dude, because my team was a juggernaut all year, and I like just had it in my mind that as soon as I made the playoffs, I was going to get bounced in the first round. And I just I had that in my head, and I didn't. I put up 154 points, 10-team PPRs. You know, so that's a good week. And uh, and I made it to the finals, and I'm playing against Pac, so I'm, I'm pretty excited. I'm honestly... I. I I would love to win, but, uh, you know, I'm just happy to be here. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, we both made the finals. I basically squeaked into the playoffs off of winning the last game I needed to. Then the first round of the playoffs beat Matt Springer, who has lost both times after being the number one seed in back-to-back seasons to me. His team's filthy. And his team was absolute filth. So when it comes down to it, if uh, if you're in a... Four, if there's four teams in your playoffs and it's a single elimination, anything can happen. So it just speaks to do whatever you can just to get there because now you got now I got a shot. That's all you can ask for. You do. We both have a good shot. I mean, I'm projected to win, but it's it's a two point margin of victory, so it's not like it's a really big. I'm not a huge favorite. You know, I'd be a you know plus and one projections are favorite. not very good, huh? And projections aren't very good. They are Especially not. when it comes to ESPN. ESPN's projections are... They've gotten a lot better. They used to be a lot worse. Um, 
they used to project everybody to get 24 points, and then you'd have these projections <laughs> at like 150. Um, they started to slow down with that a little bit, which is better. Um, so I got a question. I got a question. Yeah, shoot. Do you use what do you use to pick your players? Like, do you use ESPN rankings or do you have a separate ranking system that you use? Um, I use ESPN, I guess. Yeah, you do. I use ESPN, yeah. Okay. So you just use what's of, in the app. Yeah. Plus, also, I don't have a lot of, you know, who should I start questions. Basically, there's like one position in my team that's flexed, whereas like. Last week I started AJ Brown. I had no other options, so I started AJ Brown. You know what who I mean? Who had a great week? So who had a great week? But uh, I don't have a lot of choices. Like my fourth running back, which I feel like a lot of people are in this scenario. Um, they didn't play Miles Sanders last week, but he's my fourth running back. I have Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, and Alvin Kamara. You know, what I mean, the question mark is. What rankings do I use? It doesn't matter. I mean, there's no ranking system that's going to point out that Miles Sanders should have started over Derrick Henry. Yeah, I, I get that so. for sure. I mean, my team's pretty solid. I don't have a ton of, of change that I make, but, you know, for a while, Calvin Ridley was playing really well, and I was trying to figure out in the beginning of the season, like, Calvin Ridley or or Chris Godwin. Um, I have two pretty good tight ends. I have Darren Waller and Hunter Henry. So I'm like, all right, who, who do I go for there? And then QB, I was kind of rotating between a few people. I had Matthew Stafford for a little bit. I've had Kyler Murray on my, my, my team the whole time. So I don't know. I, I use that those rankings a lot. Um, I pretty much have four players that are always locked in. Um, mm-hmm. But a lot, of, a lot of stuff I use was more toward like when there was bye weeks and stuff like that. I, I personally, I use Fantasy Pros. Um, mm-hmm. They have a huge database of, of rankers. Yeah. Um, really good. You're able to choose, pick and choose which rankers you like. So if you listen to certain podcasts, um, you can sort by them. It, you can, it gives you a lot of flexibility. So um, yeah. just for like, I if you're double looking check for some with ranking, those. I double yeah. check those in the beginning of the year because there's so much, so many question marks. But once you get statistical trends throughout the year, you can kind of make your own decisions, and and the rankings don't really help anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's that's all perspective. I agree. You know what I would like point, to see. But I also I like the idea of kind of writing the guys that got you there, but also you can't be loyal. Um, if someone comes especially on late, late, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? If someone comes on late or someone's all of a sudden like Cooper Cup, like I don't know, that's kind of that's a question mark. He's been really inconsistent. So, uh, like AJ Brown or Cooper Cup, who are you playing? Dude, I'd probably pick AJ Brown. Right. So you got to be somewhat flexible because there's guys who've come on in late in the season that you know Miles Sanders is playing against Dallas this week. Do you think he's an option? Um, Brashad Perriman or uh, what's uh. Devontae Parker. Those are guys that you just gotta like you gotta think about. They might be starting this Devontae week. Devontae Parker has been filthy. Filthy? What happened? It's crazy. Dude, I told you in the beginning. Uh, like, yeah. You were you were out and uh, totally you know, rightfully so, uh, <laughs> to be out on him. He's he had a track record of not being very good. So um but Devontae Parker over the last I think like six weeks has been like a top ten wide receiver in fantasy. Right. Um so it just goes to show, you know, you got to be flexible as the season goes on, pick people mm-hmm. up and not not get stuck to people. Um, One thing that I, I would like to see from a rankings perspective is a good kicker rankings. 
Like someone who's just good that. at picking kick. I don't know it. I'll tell you that. Neither much. do I. I'm just saying, if you go to Fantasy Pros, you're able to sort by top ten kicking ranker. They they have different. Like who guesses it the best? Yeah. They'll they'll show like these. What do you like when you're searching on Grubhub? It's like best match or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, so you can fits, pick your what experts. rankers fit the best. You can pick your your experts based on uh, their hit rate with whatever you know. F- overall rank defensive rank kicker mm-hmm. rank so you you can pick that kind of stuff off that website well shout out to fantasy pros all right let's look at i want to look at a couple things especially in our matchup just because i think it'll be interesting because i think it'll be when you get to the finals a lot of the same players on are on everybody's teams because they played the best during the season does that make sense mm-hmm. So if you got to the same point, you might have a very similar roster to myself or Frazier. So I will say, mm-hmm. I think we do have a little different compared to some other people. Because I, I think if you had Christian McCaffrey and Lamar Jackson on your team, there's a pretty <laughs> good chance, unless your name is Matt Springer, that you're in the fantasy finals right now. Because the rest of your team did absolute doggy doo-doo. Yeah. Good point. Well put. But I agree. Continue. Uh, a couple of guys I want to look at, especially on your roster, would be Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams. Yep. Going up against two Pat- Minnesota. Or, uh, let's take these two, actually. This is better. Aaron Jones and Darren Waller. Because I don't uh-huh. think those guys were picked super early in your draft and or you picked them up on waiver wires. But I think those two players are on a lot of fantasy finalist rosters because they're putting up insane numbers and have been for a while. Um, especially even you know last week. Aaron Jones, what did he put up last week? 16, 17, two, 17. That's great, though. Mm-hmm. If you get, th- you know, they had 30 points he got the week saved before. by two, two TDs, but yeah. He's playing the games tough now that matter. Uh, Darren Waller showed up really big last week, I want to say. Mm-hmm. He had 20 points. Last three weeks, he had 17, 11, and 20. Consistent. Yeah, someone you picked off off waivers, who I picked off off yeah. waivers. I picked him up in all my leagues. Um, yeah. He's been my tight end in all my leagues, so. Yeah, so you expect the same coming from them. I know they don't have great matchups this week. Uh, do you think? I, ma- I, would... I guess my, my long-winded question is: Do matchups matter as much? Yeah, I think they really do. Okay, I think they're pretty important. Um, I will say Darren Waller has been really good when Hunter Renfro has been out of the lineup. Uh, I'm pretty sure he comes back this week. Um, they're not going to have Josh Jacobs back there, which is kind of a big hit. But um, Washington is a, is a good replacement and who is really good out of the backfield. So um, they might eat up some of Waller's targets. Um, Waller has not been very touchdown dependent he, he's been really dependent on actually um you know just kind of being a possession wide receiver so unless he gets a touchdown this week i think he might have a little more tame week than he than he typically does but um i still think he's a really good option he's a really safe bat he's he's one of Derek carr's safety blankets so um i think he still he needs a lot of blankets well, but, i'll tell you that much yeah you know dude that guy's soft i mean he's a great he, guy he but, needs a wet blanket He's That's what he is. Kid. All righty. Uh, also, I want to speak to Kyler Murray showing up as the seventh ranked fantasy QB. Mm-hmm. That is a surprising Overall? fact. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
player rank. He's the seventh overall in uh, PPR scoring, which I guess doesn't obviously matter for quarterbacks, but he's the this seventh rank. He's he's really showed up as a rookie, though. He's played point. really this well. This is four point per passing touchdown. Four point per passing touchdown, exactly, yeah. So running matters much more. But he's had solid games in there. Again, San Francisco 22 against Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay 25. And then San Francisco again with 26. So he's played pretty well this season. And he's really limiting his tur- turnovers. He's really only had, so 1, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 10. 10 interceptions from a rookie quarterback. That's not bad. He's played really well. Yeah, he has played well. I will say that he does have the benefit of putting up some some good games based on game script. Typically, they're coming from behind. Um, but he has been playing pretty well. Um, mm-hmm. Good fantasy pickup for sure. But, I mean, fantasy production is not always a, a good... I know, but he's for, also for, made that team like the team does not have great assets. Like that line's not very good. The receivers are mediocre at best, um, and he's I thought made that offense not atrocious. Whereas last year they were really, really, absolutely dreadful with Josh. Yeah, Rosen. he was a huge upgrade over uh, Chosen Rosen. <laughs> Chosen to not be the quarterback because Fitzpatrick's been starting over him. Fitzpatrick is legitimately better. I think yeah. Fitzpatrick will definitely have a better career than Rosen has. <laughs> Wait. <don't> <laughs> okay. Dude, if you think about it, like Fitzpatrick really hasn't had a bad career. No, dude. He's made a lot of money, too. He's made a lot of money and been an okay starting quarterback on multiple okay teams. <laughs> on multiple okay teams. Alrighty. Let's move on to our real world discussion. I think we we kind of we get it. Frazier and I are really good at fantasy. It's, mm-hmm. it's come down to two of us. Who's going to win the trophy? All right. Real world football news: the Buffalo Bills clinched their playoff spot. Talking to many Bills fans last week, last week was the game they really cared about winning. After that, they just figured they lose to the pa- Patriots. Who cares? And then the, who cares what happens with the Jets if they win this week? They're in the playoffs. They're happy. They did it. In a very ugly, disgusting, sloppy, 139-yard passing Josh Allen game. 17-10. to Dub Bills. Dub Bills. Over the Steelers, who have a great uh-huh. defense. Um, Sick defense. I, I'd argue imp- top three defense. Yeah, I've been really impressed with the Bills all year. I think, you know... Josh Allen isn't perfect, but he's definitely shown that he's progressing. Um, he makes plays when he needs to a lot of times with his legs, but um, makes plays nonetheless, you know. Um, I, I don't know. I've been impressed with him. That defense for the Bills is awesome. Traverius White is uh, unbelievable. That's, I, was literally, you really I was literally sh- just typing that in to look up his stats. Yeah, you shouldn't <laughs> even throw at that guy. Um, and they get some... 
I don't know. I feel like they have a lot of growth. I, I think they can get even better on that defensive side. I think it, you know, they keep drafting that the way they have. Um, if they could get a few other skill positions in there, I, I've been really impressed with Singletary. I think he is definitely the future of, you know, the running back position there for the next, you know, four or five years. Uh, he, he's shown that he can definitely stop high healthy. Huh? It's not Carlos Hyde. He is not Carlos Hyde. You don't think Carlos Hyde's the future for them? Carlos Hyde's not even on that team, so no. Sorry, Carlos. Frank Gore. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of just like dudes with like a big just noggin, square head, <laughs> square head. Yeah, it's Frank Gore is definitely not the future. Uh, but no, Singletary, Singletary's been really good. Um, Beasley's been great. Uh, I don't know. They they've just been impressive. They find ways to win. The the defense is stout, and as long as they can put up an, you know enough points, they're gonna get some wins. Um, it might be tough down the road here, but if they can get some outdoor games, I kind of like their chances. I agree. And the Steelers are no joke. That defense is what we said, really solid. I I really is a disservice that they have a horrendous quarterback. They just don't have anyone who can play quarterback at all. Because I feel like they have great skill position players. They have an awesome defense. That trading at Minka Fitzpatrick is proving to be valuable. He's really good. And their team almost made the playoffs. So that pick is going to be not that great anymore. So if can you really still value- make the playoffs? Yeah, I think so. What are they? Seven and five. Right now, seven and. Well, I guess no. Wait, are they even in? No, no, no. The AFC Steelers are eight and six. Eight and six. Wow, yeah, that was way off. Eight and six. Yeah, so they could still make the playoffs. They're in the playoffs currently. Yeah. And that's it's a crazy. tough game to go into Pittsburgh. With a pretty good home field advantage, and the, mm-hmm. the Bills went in there and won. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome, man. Good, good on the Bills. I've been really happy with them. Um, I didn't think they were going to be this good. I definitely didn't believe in a lot of their wins. I still don't think that they have a lot of wins, but good wins, good quality wins. But um, this one was definitely a good one. And even in their losses, they've had a bunch of really close games to the Ravens and the Pats. So, um, I've been I've been really impressed with them, and I, I was probably wrong in my early early predictions. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I've said this before, but Sean McDermott is uh, the truth. He's awesome. We've been he's, saying that though. Yeah, that's true. But since he's been the coach of the Bills, they've made the playoffs two times. Two out of three years, he's made the playoffs. That's nuts for a team that. The playoffs was such a question mark for 20 years. You know what I mean? Unattainable. Could, unattainable. Couldn't get there. Two out of three years. And it, this team is going to go 11 and 5 or 10 and 6, like we predicted week one. Mm-hmm. I think we predicted week one or two that they go 10 and 6. Turns out we might be right. Hell yeah. Yeah. And what made it impressive is, you know, when he took over, he took over a team that. You know, Rex Ryan, super undisciplined. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was a different scheme or not, but, um, you know, definitely not his players, definitely not the culture. And, and he really went in there and um, team seems like they really like one another. I think that's super important. That's that's something I've really seen the Packers this year. It's, it's a team that really likes one another. They have fun practicing. Um, I know that's not everything, um, 
but it, I think it's something that you see a lot more in basketball. When you have a mm-hmm. lot of that team chemistry, uh, you guys go out to team dinners, um, you know, get one another. I don't know, stuff like that. I, I think that kind of stuff goes a long way, um, especially in a sport like this when it's an absolute grind to come to work. So uh, he, he's done an amazing job with that locker room. The defense really, you know, tries hard and it's just, you know, a, a good, solid, disciplined team that is going to go out there and compete. Yeah. So do you want to talk about the playoff picture a little bit? Yeah. From let's a get holistic perspective. Okay. So right now, as the playoffs sit, we'll go, divi- we'll go division by division or not division by division, um, conference by conference. Since we were just talking about uh, the AFC, let's stay there. So as of right now, the one seed is the Ravens. The two seed is the Patriots. The three seed is the Chiefs, and they'd be playing the Steelers in round one. And then the four seed Texans would be playing the Bills. In the hunt are still the Titans, the Browns somehow, and the Raiders. The only team I... think that has a chance at getting over the Steelers would be the Titans. Those yeah. other two teams, I don't think they have a shot. They have to win the next two games, and I don't see that happening. I don't see that happening either. Um, the Titans have been a pretty solid team, but they're, they, they, I don't know. For whatever reason, they seem like one of the most Jekyll and Hyde type of teams. You either get a great game for them, or you get an absolute stinker. And I think it's been a little more calm since... Um, Tannehill, Tannehill. Tannehill took over because Tannehill's actually, you know, a legit quarterback. But um, yeah, they're the they only have a really team. tough like next couple of weeks. They have the Saints next week, and then the Titans the week after, or Texans the week after that. Jeez, get a different name. And then the the team that they could really supplant the only team they could pass basically. And I guess they could supplant the Texans, but the Steelers are playing the Jets and then the Ravens. So, if the Ravens decide not to play Week 17, then that helps out the Steelers a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. And maybe that's a strategic play. Maybe the Ravens do want to play the Steelers. Say the Steelers somehow miraculously beat the Chiefs. I think they're already talking. The Ravens are already talking about sitting their players. I'm pretty sure that they're they're locked into doing that. Um, They even talked about maybe benching some people this upcoming week. Um, depending if it can affect their their you know playoff schedule, because they want to be the one seed, they want to have home field advantage over the Patriots. I do not think it's necessarily a great idea though to have three essentially three weeks off. Two weeks off, I'm more okay with. Two weeks off, even there's a lot that shows that even two weeks off. It can be kind of sketchy. It really gets you out of rhythm. Um, I wouldn't so, play Lamar. I wouldn't play about Lamar. The rust. No, but I'm just saying. He's the one guy I wouldn't half, play. I, I, I don't know. I, maybe I'm totally wrong about this, but I just have a feeling that, you know, if you look back and you see the teams that sat out that, that game, um, mm-hmm. haven't had great outcomes. I could totally be wrong. I did no research. Um, I just have a feeling. <laughs> Non-fat checking. Always. Always. So, yeah, so that, that six seed is really where anything could shake up. But other than that, it's pretty much locked in. It just depends on what the seedings are. So the Titans could technically supplant the Texans. The Texans are the other team they could possibly 
go over the top, but they'd have to beat them in week 17. Um, I like the, the Bills' chances, playing. though. Against the Texans? Yeah. In the in the playoffs, if they played the Texans? Oh, easily. The, the Bills playing the Texans. Yeah. yeah, dude, the Bills could easily beat the Texans. The Texans aren't great. They're like a... Uh, they're put together with duct tape. Yeah. Not Duck Hodges tape, but duct tape. I don't know. The Texans have a terrible old. They have a terrible old line, and all they have to. I mean, it, Deshaun it, Watson last week Deshaun was Watson's a beast, but unit. their old line is an absolute mess, and the Bills can get after the quarterback. So, <laughs> yeah, Deshaun Watson and uh, DeAndre Hopkins really showed out last week. DeAndre Hopkins, they decided to like not keep doubling him in the second half, and he started getting open on deep crosses, and uh, he was really, really awesome to watch. He's a beast. Just prolonging every single drive it was sweet. He also seems like one of the nicest people ever. <laughs> uh, our cousin in our fantasy league, Patty, he wouldn't trade me DeAndre Hopkins in the middle of the season because he liked him too much as a person. There you go, Rick. He was—he's like he's—he read a article on ESPN about how his mom was blind. Oh yeah, and all the nice things he did for his mom, and so then Patty couldn't trade him. I'm about that. Dude, Rick's a freaking little love, though. That's why. <laughs> He's like, DeAndre Hopkins, I can't trade you. You're too good of a guy. I'm committed to you. Dude, that's, that's funny. I like that, though. It is commitment. I respect it. All right. Swapping over to the NFC. We have the overall one seed now after the Niners lost. The Seahawks has the one seed. The pack is the two seed, which is still a little... They're not the best two seed I've ever seen. (laughs) Gonna throw that out there. They are the two Um, seed, though. Yeah, true. Three seed would be the Saints at 11 and 3. They would be facing the Vikings at 10 and 6, who this week play the Packers, and it matters a lot. Uh, That is Wait, what's their record, though? 10 and 4. And what's the Packer? Eleven and three. Eleven and three. Yeah. Even if the Packers lose this week, as long as they beat the Lions next week, they're still winning the NFC. You th- the whole NFC? The N- No, the, not the whole. The NFC North. There is still the. It, I don't think uh, it really affects their position. I think if they'll they lose still to the be Vikings, the two. You don't seed. think it matters? I think they'll still be the two seed. Okay, I'm not sure how that works. Who's the three seed? Continue. Onward. Three seed Saints, six seed Vikings, and then what's the Saints now, record? Saints are eleven and three, so they could also become the two seed. Who can't become the two seed would be the Niners. I don't believe. I don't think that would be how that worked. No, because you have to win your division. I think. Yeah, they would have to be the one seed. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, they'd have they'd have to basically beat out the Seahawks. Which is crazy because now they're the five seed playing the Cowboys, which I would love to see. Because I think the Niners would just destroy the Cowboys. They would definitely eat their lunch. Yeah. They would Uh, easily eat their lunch. The Niners have a really tough schedule, though. And in week 17, the Seahawks play the Niners. That would be a fun game. That's a great game right before the playoffs. Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. Sign me up. Get Get my popcorn ready. Yeah, Seahawks already already beat them once this year. 
Seahawks are a weird team, though. They could play well against anyone and play terrible against anyone, and it all kind of rides on kinda Russell Wilson. Steelers. Kind of rides on the Steelers. The Steelers used to the Steelers used to be like that with Big Ben. True. They would lose to the the Bengals or some dumb shit <laughs> or the Browns when the Browns were like two and four, 15, yeah. two and fourteen, and then then they would like play the Pats great. It all just like it all depended. It was so dependent on who they played, right. and that's definitely how the Seahawks are. The Seahawks are going to keep it close no matter what. The Seahawks did they lose to the Cardinals? I have to look that up. I mean, there's games. There's so many games where they like easily could have lost this year. They just didn't. I mean, there's the game against the Rams where Zerline missed the kick. Um, I don't know. They have so many, so many close wins. Yeah, so Seahawks, you're talking about against Arizona. They beat yeah. Arizona. Um, it was close, though. 27 to 10? No. Maybe that wasn't it. Um, Who they did? lost to the Rams. They got whooped by the Rams 28 to 12. Hmm. They almost lost to the Bucks. Maybe that's what In overtime? Thinking. That's probably what you're thinking of. It's a, it's, yeah. They're both red. Because the. The Seahawks play the Cardinals this upcoming week. This week, yeah. Yeah. Which is no no gimme. No gimme. Nope. It's not it's a good matchup, <laughs> I would argue. I think Especially uh, if you're a tight end, but what's his name's out too for the Seahawks? Hmm. Um Who's their safety? Uh, I can't think about it right now. Google it. I don't. I don't have to Google up. I know. I have a very interesting setup going on here. So injury report: Seahawks. Um, Quandre Diggs. No. Last I know. Last week they had a ton of people out. That's the only safety. Well, just give me the injury report. Uh, we got Quandre Diggs with an ankle. He's week 16. No, I don't care about what fucking injury he had. Just say the names. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm going to give you only defensive players. Quandre Diggs, Javion Clowney. Well, that's a big one. Cody Barton. Well, it looks like they're going to... Oh. Okay, continue. Okay. Onward. Onward. Uh, Shaquille Griffin. Is that what you're thinking of? Michael yeah. Kendricks, who's really good in the, pa- in the uh, passing game. Um, Al Woods and Ziggy Ansa. No, but never mind. Maybe I'm just talking. I'm just talking. You just talking. <laughs> I like when you see Larry Fitzgerald, not injury related. Oh, do you want to? Do you want? I, I just want to bring back up since we're talking about injury reports here. The best injury report ever created was uh, Anquan Bolden broken jaw. Active, yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> I wish I had a screenshot of that. Anquan Bolden, one. broken jaw, active. He, dude, that was like far back in the day. Just give him some Toradol and just get him out there, dude. That was pre K tape, too. Like, I don't even know how he like functioned. <laughs> He's no, he would have the uh, what's Cupping the gold? Like, wasn't even a thing yet. Was he? He's like Copperfit. Dude, copper he's fit. all about Dude, the he copper was fit. Probably just 
fucking rapid copper fit fleeced out in copper fit dude this dude was tommy copper dude he fuck was the bionic copper man what's that copper supposed to do dude dude you don't listen if you have to fucking ask questions about how copper fit works you're clearly not someone that can benefit from being tommy copper all right okay what what about wasn't there like a those metal bracelets do you remember those yeah, I do. What were those supposed to do? Like, it was supposed balance to, or like, something? center your balance or some dumb shit. It was <laughs> some liter- fucking voodoo magic bullshit. Oh, my God. All the MLB players would wear those necklaces, too, that were supposed yeah. to, like, balance you. But it, Oh, it balances your electrons. I'm like, no one fucking does it. It makes you out $35. <laughs> it's, it's a fucking magnet, dude. That's it. I can feel... Let's- no, push, push down on my... I'm going to stand like a tree... Push down on my arm. I, I swear, dude, I'm so balanced. You can't knock me over. That just, just reminds me of... Feeding on people's insecurities. It remi- I, I don't know why this makes me think of someone just standing there. Is uh, You ever see those slap boxing things where it's like there's a table in front of two people and they just have to hold the, the table while someone yeah. <laughs> smacks the ever-living shit out of them? You just have to fucking take it in slow-mo. You put on a fucking Tommy Copper headband, though. You go and take the chip. No one's knocking you out, dude. <laughs> just just a rap, like a rap job? No, not like Professor Quirrell. Like, just a normal <laughs> headband like Jackie Moon. So put the copper fit. Dude, you gotta even hit it. They hit in the jaw. You hear... <laughs> I know, I love but that the shit. It's so fit, stupid. It, it will redirect Yo. the copper fit. I found a new thing on the internet today. So it's so think 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 about what we were just talking about today. Just a table, okay? So there's this new ultimate fighting thing where there's a table in front of you. You hit wear a mouth guard and boxing gloves, and or like MMA gloves, and you have, you hold you hold wrists with somebody. You have one arm locked in with like t- rope, and you basically you can win in two ways: knockout. <laughs> Or pin by pinning their arm down. So you can basically punch the shit out of them and kick them and like roundhouse them and like whatever you want while they're strapped together with you over this table. Or you can pin their elbow down or their, their hand down. So it's like if arm wrestling was full contact. Yeah, full contact arm wrestling. That sounds like the dumbest thing <laughs> of all time. It's insane. Shout out to Frank Mir. Is Frank Mir in it? <laughs> I don't know. I just saw him post it. You know how like Facebook has like Frank Mir post some bullshit sponsored no, I post? Don't. I'm and you not, know how I'm it's, not it's, it's like Fetty Wap or something? Or uh Fetty Wap uh, got one eye. No, I I know. There's some other guy. It's like some uh some weird rap name that you're like, there's no way he's posting about cute dog videos the from the dodo. No. I don't really know Young who it dog? is, dude. It could be anybody, and I really wouldn't know. Okay, you know what I mean. Do you know it's any like... of these rappers? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> so, who are they? <laughs> huh? Who <laughs> say say a couple? Um, you know, Young Thug. Okay, uh, nope. You know, Lil Uzi Vert. Yeah, he's real sad. He is a little. He is really sad. He's an emo rapper. <laughs> okay, I got one right. Baby. Keep going. Give me. No clue. Uh, I know. I know. Big baby. 
Big Baby Davis. Yeah. Well, I was, who's the guy with the teardrop from back in the day? The game? No, that's Baby. No, the no, the guy who was with Lil Wayne. Oh, this is some Birdman? real non-culture. Maybe it's Birdman. It's Birdman. Yeah, I knew him. <laughs> not you well. Didn't know him. <laughs> you definitely did not know him. Not not well. Not well. Yeah, give me two more. Two more names. Let's see if I know him. Dude, this is crazy because like I don't even listen to rap. That's like the weirdest shit about this. Like I don't. Li- I mean, I listen to rap, but I don't listen to music. Um, Quavo. Uh, he's pretty good at basketball. He's a lefty. Yeah, he is. Not, and he was in Atlanta. Yeah. Don't know what what of. You don't know what Mm -mm. what group he's with. No. TLC. I don't know. No, amigos. Amigos. Cool. That's good. I know the important things about him. He was actually pretty decent in Atlanta. Okay. One more. Oh. Um. Did I say Young Thug? Mm -mm. No idea who that is. Who is he? Young Thug. He's a fashion icon. Okay. I'll check him out. Okay. What's he know about layering? I've heard that's a thing. Dude, Max. Max is heavy in the layering game now. <laughs> yep. Max learned Basically, about layering. He's like, yep. oh, so I don't tuck my t-shirt into my undies? All right. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you wear like a really... So this is what you do, guys. You wear a really, really big shirt. Like, just an unnecessarily large shirt. Simply underneath, not true. Underneath, yep. Underneath your sweatshirt. But you don't want to be too floppy-outy. So you just want to more be longer. And it's supposed to just kind of barely come out of the bottom of your sweatshirt, like about three inches maximum. You don't want it looking like a dress. Then you look ridiculous. But you want there to be a layer underneath the sweatshirt. Yeah. If you're feeling crazy, you can even throw a coat on top of that. Leave it unzipped. It's all about... Sounds hot. Dude, I mean, it's usually cold because usually you're trying to show (laughs) off what you got underneath the coat outside but that's a conversation for another day i guess you're hot or cold in depending on your scenario all right what else we got to talk about phrase anything else nfl picture we good i think i'm good excited for the playoffs me too excited to play this week good luck phrase good luck man uh i'm glad to be going against you i wouldn't want to be anybody else what else will be victorious? All right. Uh, basically, anyone out there, go follow us on social media channels, The Massive Mediocrity, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Catch us on there. You'll get all the latest updates, especially on Facebook. I'll post anytime we have a new podcast that comes out. Also, go to Patreon, patreon.com, and search The Massive Mediocrity. Go on there and help donate. It helps go to our SoundCloud fees and pays for us to get the podcast out every week. Fraj, anything? Yeah, uh, definitely do that. Um, continue to write, uh, you know, Apple reviews. Uh, those those go a long way. Um, still haven't paid anyone money. Uh, people are reviewing, but no one's sending me screenshots of their reviews. So uh, send me a screenshot. I'd be happy to send you some money, uh, you know, for the, for your review. Um, you know, if you, if you got some free time, go check out Mr. Ballcaps. We still got a ton of great inventory up there. Um, use promo code TMOMTM. All right, thanks to Anthony Del Monte and Tyler Davis for supporting the podcast every month with your patrons donations. We appreciate it. Everyone out there in podcast land listening to this, have a good night. Peace.